my name is Johan. On the other end of this uh, podcast conversation, I have Candice Kentridge Britton in the US. And Candice is a yoga teacher in America. And she also did yoga teacher training with me here in Cape Town. Uh, we share some teacher training online. Therefore, friend and colleague, Candice, and welcome, Candice. Hello, thank you, Johan. We're going to be talking this evening about yoga, healing yoga, gentle yoga, um, in some specific ways. Uh, for me personally, the, the, the bottom line of gentle yoga is that because it's gentle, uh, it doesn't mean that we're not going to get a great result from it. But specifically, we can aim for a great result in terms of, of healing. In other words, fixing up ourselves on some level, whether that's because uh, we suffer from an illness or a chronic injury or simply because we want to be happier and there's something that's in our lives that's not happy and we want to mend that. And I want to begin with that motto of, of the Sivananda Yoga, which is the style that, uh, that is Candice and I, or that we base our training on, is that the main reason why we do yoga is so that we can be healthy and happy. Candice, what do you think about that statement? It's a vast statement to be healthy and happy. Well, you is will it, be if you do lots of yoga. <laughs> so my <laughs> question was, is it possible? Is it possible? It is. It is possible. And um, no matter where you might be finding yourself today, whether you feel stressed today or you don't feel great today, you start doing yoga, you will start to feel better. Whether you walk out of that yoga class and say, oh, I feel, people always say to me, I feel so much better afterwards. You know, when they arrive, they, oh, I nearly didn't come to yoga today because I'm tired. I got home from work and, you know, I nearly didn't come or whatever their reason is for having the, the commitment of, of taking a class that day and then not doing it. And when they push themselves to do it, they always say to me, oh, I feel so much better now compared to when I started. I get that a lot. So it definitely is possible. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I agree totally. Uh, and I do want to ask you some specific questions, uh, like almost strict questions just now as well. I would also want to, to, to add to, you, to, to what you said by saying that uh, when I was also introduced the kind of yoga that we do is a slower kind of yoga, um, however, not less effective for us to uh, get the benefits of the yoga practice. Um, I meant mm -hmm. slower because it's it makes it more accessible for more people, especially people who literally right. do not have the physical capacity to go faster. Another mm -hmm. uh, motivating factor for me by doing more gentle yoga is it just feels more laid back. And life is so hurried and pressurized already. So while it is true that one may thrive nice. under more pressure in the yoga class, because life is so full of pressure already, that is mm -hmm. true. Uh, for me, it's more the yin attraction of, of this kind of yoga so that it can help balance the yin. Um, so right. so it's, for, it's like polar opposites in a sense. Um, I personally love the stillness that one can get in slow yoga. Uh, where I benefit from it mostly is yeah. a sense of of being able to align and put my body in such a way when I do each practice, whether it's a meditation or a breath, so that 
it feels like right. things are coming into place, into alignment, and not just simply um, rushing forward and more speed or more adrenaline and keeping the momentum of going faster, 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 faster. Yeah. I was actually just going to um, my next comment. What I found personally, having done a few different styles of yoga and a lot of foster yoga over the years, um, compared to how I feel now, is the body awareness. So I love the spiritual practices. Um, I love what that brings. But the body awareness, um, and you've seen because you're my teacher and through teacher training and taking classes with you, the fact that I'm double jointed. So I hyperextend in my knees and I would do a triangle pose, for example, and my knee would be hyperextended. So it felt great because my palm reaches all the way to the mat and you're like, wow, I'm so good at this posture. But actually what I, the technique with my knees, if you're moving really fast, you might not notice a small little thing like that. And um, when we were in class and you just came and adjusted my knee, just that slight change. And I see it in clients all the time and now I'm doing the same for them. Uh, I've noticed that body awareness that comes with the slower pace. And I get that, that comment a lot from, from clients. I love how slow you move through the warrior poses. I feel like I know how to do them properly now. So I feel like the body awareness is a huge um, benefit as well. Yeah, for sure. The, the deep awareness and from the uh, body awareness, for sure, aware of what you're doing with each part of the body. Yeah. But there seems to be uh, in yoga a difficult and elusive uh, aspect of, of awareness, which is um, we all have it naturally. We become aware of sound or the rain or the wind you know, um, feeling tense or something, mm -hmm. but it's uh, it's almost a mystical, for me in any case, an aspect of of awareness of awareness, where we we, we mm -hmm. become aware there's a, there's actually a life force here. Right. And you you're not just in your own ego or your own um, or your own stuff. So you, right. You're working yeah. with a greater energy field, and then at the same time, because you have this body awareness you may notice that uh, your weight seems to lean more to one side when you do certain yoga practices. And then you can just ignore it and say, that's how it is. Mm -hmm. But yeah. the, the, the real um, awareness then should be, I wonder why that is. And if I'm looking at symmetry as a, as a, as a place to, to reach into, then surely I should figure out why am I aligned? Why is my one foot always a little bit forward? If yeah. you just leave that, then you're practicing yoga inaccurately. Right. And you could also cause injury, um, which is, you know, we touched on that briefly last time. A lot of people complain about back pain or, you know, I hurt my back from a yoga class, but it's not necessarily from yoga, but rather doing either doing a posture you're not ready for or doing yeah. it incorrectly. Yeah. Yeah. So just to, to clarify uh, to our listeners, this is a, a second podcast in a, in a series. Um, it does stand on its own, but there is a, another one that's before this, and you'll find that in our, in our series of podcasts. Yeah. Um, but to continue along, along uh, what we talked about the previous time, which was gentle yoga as a healing yoga, or as a tool of healing, I wanted to bring forward some of these questions about healing 
And by using actually that example um, that I started and you said something about um, amplifying the same kind of awareness. Um, and the example I referred to specifically was with you, where uh, towards the end of our teacher training, uh, we did a ceremony, we did some chakra balancing, and um, you told me that uh, you like to, to, to run, but you realize that you shouldn't run because your hip yes. hurts afterwards and stuff like that. It does. And yep. I said, there's no um, quick fix or promise in yoga that, mm. that the yoga teacher can give to the client or the student. Right. Uh, but you can say to the person, uh, I'll help you, I'll work with you, uh, with mm -hmm. you, with your awareness, your patience, your commitment, um, um, and I'll see how I can guide you so that, you know, we can mm -hmm. maybe get you back to walking or running or, you know, whatever it is that, that the goal is that, that one would realistically want to have. Just knowing, just honoring where my body is right now yes. is so important. Um, and having that body awareness again, but my body is telling me, I don't like it when you do this, but as a result of Hatha Yoga, I can firmly say that now if I do a little jog with my dogs on the beach or, you know, just if it's not competitive running as sport, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not in any pain in that hip area that used to cause me a lot of pain. Sure. That's what, that's, that's what I had in mind there. So that, that, that is, um, what I said I wanted to touch on, which is a bit more like a iffy, difficult uh, yeah. situation to breach because uh, we tend to err on the side of of overcautious or mm -hmm. just throwing caution to wind. So we also yeah. tend to th to be black and white in our like, oh, my foot is sore, so I'm just going to keep on running because pain mm -hmm. should be endured. Right. Or you go like, ah, no, I can't really do much in life, you know, because I have this troublesome ankle and, you know, it's like a good excuse to not exercise or something. So yeah. that, that, all of that can get quite complicated. We also uh, think that, um, for instance, uh, we make a certain adjustment, as I suggested, and now you find you can do fast walking or reasonable short distance running. <laughs> that doesn't mean that now, yes, you can go run long marathons. Right. Um, because your, your proneness to to certain injuries, mm -hmm. you know, if you really, like you say, choose to fix that one thing, you may be able to do that. But, yes. but if we're going to set out to try and fix everything to so-called perfection, uh, we're going to basically have to do yoga 24-7 because we'll just be fixing up all these errors. But we yeah. do want to fix up the very basic um, situations of how do we sit, how do we walk, how do we breathe. And mm -hmm. for that, we need to take care, and care means slowing down generally. There's a lot of power in that statement because there's power in allowing the body to yeah. slow down. And that's why I love that statement, honoring where you are today. Yeah. Having that self-love to honor where you are now. And I, that's why at the start of any class that I teach, I say to honor your body where you are today. And to not do anything that doesn't feel right for you because you, you become one and connected when your body will tell you, yeah. I don't feel good with this. Or, you know, if you eat a certain food, I mean, we'll go a little bit off track now, but honoring where your body is today, there's power in slowing down and it allows you to do that. Right. right. Then we can actually experience healing. And um, I, I described working with you on those two levels specifically because 
uh, I could say there were maybe three things that we looked at. Uh, your hyperextension. Um, mm -hmm. uh, we did a certain personal chakra healing, which actually wasn't yes. very verbal or extreme. It was more like a Reiki, like a sort yes. of honor, honor the moment type of practice. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing was, I think we did, I showed you some stretches with the hips. It could have even, could, could even have been my, a pigeon or something like that. My hip and also my neck. I used to have a lot That's of right. yeah, yeah. liquid peak. So, you know, as a young girl, I did a lot of horse riding quite competitively. And I've had quite a few neck injuries. Yes. But all before I was 15 years old, all of these neck injuries happened mm. really in my youth where your body heals quite well and quite quickly. And you don't think about it and you get older and I mean, you know, it happened, but you don't necessarily think it's going to cause any problems later on. And a chiropractor brought that awareness to me. You know, you've hurt your neck a lot sure. with horse riding. And I used to sometimes do something so small, the smallest little movement. And then for days, I couldn't turn my head to one side, for example. And I remember coming to a class or a training session with you and saying, I'm a bit restricted today because I can't turn my head. My neck is in so much locked up. And with yoga and breathing, in that 45-minute session, I could move my neck, and that hasn't happened to me again. I'm not making this up. It hasn't happened to me again. So, so that's, that is how powerful, how full of power this kind of practice can be. Yes. So yes. it's really you go back to the innate healing power of the body. You as the practitioner, uh, or the teacher of the class, but mm -hmm. you're not hammering your students and you as a practitioner, yeah. the yoga student or the teacher, you're not hammering yourself either. You're saying, wait, my neck can't do that. I'm hearing yeah. it. I'm aware right. of this. So how about I just uh, pay attention to some basics, hold the body upright, relax your shoulders, take a breath and mm -hmm. believe in the innate power of the body to heal because I'm giving it space. Whereas if you're just busy, the innate healing will just go like this person, he or she, they, it's like they're running, you know, for their lives. It's really important to support the, like, you know, the fast action. Right. Whereas yep. if you slow down and you go to sleep, the body says, hey, this person is taking some care to rest. Mm -hmm. Let's do our thing. If you never rest, your body is never going to digest. Absolutely. And if you don't slow down, it's, it's impossible to hear the messages. That's why meditation is so powerful, whether it's for two minutes or one hour, because we're taking that time in stillness to listen and, you know, allowing what we put out into the universe to sit in stillness and listen. And I feel like with this yoga practice, it also brings back what we said, the awareness, but you're not trying to go fast. You're not looking around the room seeing what everybody else is doing or they do that posture really well or that person's doing a headstand with some cool trick you're actually allowed to move at a gentle pace as a slow pace and you have that awareness you will start to connect more on a deeper level so we, we're talking about um pace like the truly slowing down and being aware mm -hmm. then as a practitioner or as a teacher we're also talking about actual skills, the ability to know what to do now that you slow down. Right. And they're actually quite logical um, situations. So mm -hmm. if a, an area is tight, you need to somehow loosen it. If it feels numb or, for instance, if your hands are always cold, the, 
even when it's a hot day, then the logical explanation is that somehow the circulation to your hands aren't great. Um, yeah. And the reason for that would be either because your general circulation is terrible or right. because there's some restriction in the arm or the shoulder, maybe unlocking the body or creating right. more movements would help. Um, so if those conditions, for instance, are already pre-existing, mm -hmm. then it doesn't make sense to stay such a person, just go bananas, you know, and like right. do a lot yeah. of very fast, crazy exercises. You want to have exactly. the awareness that slow, gentle movement will unlock that what needs unlocking. The body knows you just need to make it happen by movement. Absolutely. Realizing that, ah, oh, this is a self-healing mechanism. But all of those things can only happen with a very basic skill of awareness. Uh, you've got to slow down and, and own up and go, yeah. yeah it's, this is what I need to do with the body. This isn't something that you're fixing in any other way, really. No, no, you can't. And if people just think about it, if they go, if they're in an accident or they've hurt themselves in some way and you go to the doctor, the doctor's not going to tell you, if you go run a marathon, you'll feel better. Well, why don't you go and compete in the next most mm -hmm. hectic sport? They'll tell you to go for physiotherapy or go, They'll give you some kind of healing advice. Why don't you try this to nurture your injury? And I feel like with people's just generalizing now, and it doesn't apply to everybody, but generally, as we've spoken about many times, that people are stressed. They even love the way it sounds when you say gentle yoga. Oh, that sounds so great. Tell me about that. That sounds wonderful. It sounds just like, you know, what I need. Because it is that. That's exactly it. So anything that they're dealing with, whether it's stress in the mind, injury in the body, wanting something more, a deeper connection or understanding, that's what this style of yoga gives you. Yeah, I sense there's a, there's a law of attraction working there because um, yeah. not everyone feels drawn to meditation, for instance, when you right. say the word meditate. Um, and not everyone necessarily uh, realizes or, or want to slow down. The point to make is that you're hardly doing much uh, compared to doing a hectic amount of training, but yet right. you're feeling better and energized. Whereas very interestingly, when you train hard and you feel excited and you feel really up and empowered, Mm -hmm. And after a certain amount of time, you feel tired. Right, yeah. Whereas when you do this gentle rejuvenating style, like the energy picked up, it doesn't go away. Because you didn't use energy to generate energy. Kind of say bombastic, kind of churning energy. It's just, it consumes a lot so that you can compete effectively with this right. like raw kind of power thing. Uh, whereas yeah. what I'm referring to is something quite opposite. So obviously, uh, it would be possible. Uh, people like Bruce Lee has, has shown us, and other martial artists, and, and many yogis as well, that you can be immensely powerful eating like one grain of rice kind of thing, if you're not mm -hmm. tapping to the life force. Yeah. Um, that's maybe like a whole different league that uh, normal people want, uh, that are not capable of necessarily. Yeah, not just stand standard person, right. So, yeah. But nevertheless, there is a time and um, um, 
place that an ordinary person can reach uh, you tapping into energy, the life force, and the slowest style of yoga where the loss of energy to stress and busyness and hard work and not digesting food properly, uh, never really switching off and not uh, resting mindfully or meditating. When you have these kind of slow yogas um, type mm -hmm. exercises, um, I would say almost any person as a beginner would almost immediately start to to get the benefits in Absolutely. other words you can literally be fairly unhealthy and fairly unfit and you will do almost immediately start to feel a uh, shift towards well-being yeah and because us as teachers that are so passionate about what this is all about we're also going into the class to teach that class with that energy in mind we want to help people to feel better um, you know, we're not going in there to make it about our own practice. We're going in there because we want to help people and help them to feel better. So there's that energy already that comes through the teaching. And I think, you know, I don't think I know that the feedback I have at the end of class, you know, that's what people say to me. Oh, I felt that. That was, you know, wow. That was, it was almost like it spoke to me like it, it was meant for me because yeah. that energy when you go in as a teacher is you're wanting to help people feel better mm -hmm. you know and and it is healing if more people feel better the world's going to be better yeah, yeah. it just is it just yeah. is yeah, yeah for sure so as a uh, kind of a side note comment i do want to say that when i used to practice yoga in a sort of a power flow style when when mm -hmm. it was really popular um, about 25 years ago, uh, the power flow style from California. Mm -hmm. And it, it's a lovely energy. It's basically like an Astanga flow style. Um, totally, yeah. Uh, and um, like in a, in a very attractive, um, wonderful way. It, uh, it just really gets the body rocking. Um, yeah. And I didn't feel when I was doing that that I was uh, using up so much resource that, you know, that it, it wasn't that gung-ho kind of thing that I was describing earlier. You would also feel this uplifting energy. However, what I have felt was that it did open me up to, to injuries and it, it didn't resolve many of the injuries that I had. Right. Whereas even though I was doing a, a bunch of therapies and practices to align yeah. and heal. I was also doing call it power flow style. Yeah. And um, it wasn't that it was necessarily aggravating, but it also wasn't giving me the result that, that I felt I wanted to get. Exactly. Yeah. And I only started to get the result when I literally practiced less and with slower care. It was just literally no. I was going too fast for my capacity. Yeah. So I could do it, but it was at a certain peril. And um, I still wonder to what degree we can just carry on practicing by kind of ignoring the fact that we're overextending ourselves beyond what we're actually capable of. You can only ignore it until the body doesn't allow you to ignore it anymore. Where you look, your shoulder literally will not and your back just won't. And that's where you can push it to till your body pushes back and says, I actually won't. And it will either be too sore or you just physically can't. You just physically can't backbend that far or you can't 
put your shoulders under, whatever it might be, the body is going to tell you and actually say, you can't do this anymore. Um, and especially if you have any other things like mine was my hip. If you're dealing with anything else specific and you keep ignoring it and you keep pushing at that pace, your body will eventually push back. It can also only take so much and it will limit you, you know, for you, you want to enjoy other things like surfing. And for me, I wanted to enjoy other things, you know, like walking the dogs or dancing or whatever. And that I was only harming my myself. It wasn't, I needed to know I have nothing to prove, but to tap in and listen to my body. The comment I heard in the session as well was that there isn't really a promise that we're going to be healthy and happy. Yoga says we practice yoga to be healthy mm -hmm. and happy. Yeah. It doesn't say really like as a slogan, you know, I, mean, I wouldn't put it on the website and go like, do this yoga with me and you will be healthy and happy. Otherwise money guaranteed back or something like that. I like to even think that we can be healthier and happier and uh, it means relatively better. And then also, uh, yeah, it's it's a kind of a strange push and pull between the the, the faith or the, the belief and also the, the uh, difficult word of realistic, what's realistic. Um, when we can shift the boundaries of what's realistic, then basically anything should be possible. But it would also be unrealistic uh, for me. You know, I do get people coming to class or, or they, they call me and say, I see this yoga and I want to try it, but you know, I've got like this condition or whatever. Um, will yoga help for me? Then I say, absolutely. If you do this carefully with commitment, it can only help you. And they go like, yeah. yeah, but would I be able to do that? And then I'm like, after how many sessions? And you kind of want to say that that's the wrong approach. You know, give yes. it a try. Think holistic. Uh, let's see how it goes. Um, I'm not going to lie about it or promise something. You know, I'm not going to yeah. suddenly revert to yoga will make you healthy and happy. And that means, you know, healthy and happy is like kind of a big thing. You know, to be yeah. Like happy every moment and healthy, like permanently. Oh. Because yoga changes your mindset, it just does. Um, you know, if anybody listening wants to go online, go onto Facebook groups, ask people, it does, it does. It's not just you or I saying this, it's a known fact. Yoga does change your mindset. Oh. And with that, you just naturally are drawn to wanting to be more healthy. It just goes yeah. with it. You don't do a yoga class and I've never heard of anybody doing yoga three or four times that week and then wanting to be unhealthy. They just, you, your mindset changes and you, you want to take better care of the mind, body, spirit because of yoga. I've also never ever heard of somebody that said, you know, I started attending yoga and then I became a very unhappy person. No. I've, actually, I've <laughs> never, I've never, never heard that. I've never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so it might not be a slogan on the website, but we know it to be true. And what we're saying is true. Just give it a try for yourself. If it's something that you're curious about, just try it. You really do have nothing to lose. Yeah. Uh, before we um, start to conclude, I do want to use an example as well of, of in line with what we were just talking about. 
in terms of um, recovery or health when I said you know when there's something locked you have to move it yes and uh, you know yeah. the average person kind of looks the other way ignoring the the, the issues under uh, underlying issues like um, poor digestion or like right. a sore back or masking the symptoms you know mm -hmm. even in yoga classes uh, yeah. So for me, it is so important to not mask the symptoms in any way and not try and plow through these ailments, but actually look at them. And again, that's the awareness of the slow yoga. No, just actually right. look at the spine. Otherwise, you're looking at the wrong place. Absolutely. It's, it's really that simple. But if you don't stop and uh, value the slowness and... Uh, how are we going to go by this healing process? Then you're actually just not going to go to that healing process. Right. And honor our bodies where we are today is so important. So you can see where you'd like to be, but don't try and do that maybe in the first hour. Honor where you are today. And if you work at that pace with the breath at a slower pace, you will be able to start seeing, wow, I feel better. It's going to happen. You will. There was one other thing that I mentioned earlier. I used that word um, mystical. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, and like the healing aspects so would appeal to some people and maybe not all people. Mm -hmm. uh, but definitely uh, th that innate healing, um, the healing intelligence, which is entirely natural in the way that eating a natural diet is natural, um, but specifically also in the way that having a conscious connection or an awareness of consciousness to, I would say, the very fact that uh, when we switch to the yoga mode or the yogi state of body-mind is generally found when we slow down and into a gentle space. That is so well said. Absolutely true. Yeah, so for me, that would be the, 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 the clarifying aspect of, of what we were talking about in mm -hmm. terms of um, slowing down for gentle healing. But also, it, it gives us a perspective that it doesn't mean that we must be permanently slowed down and we can't do faster things also. Right. So I do a very gentle yoga. Uh, yeah, it's about the balance. I do... Mm -hmm other things like I'll go for a fast run or I'll go for a long swim or you know it's like I find my excitement maybe in other things and, and you also said that it's we, we can only choose x amount of of um, activities per day mm -hmm. uh, but somewhere down the line um, we either forced to but I prefer to by choice look at where can I find alignment or, or, or mm -hmm. what do I need to do here in order to improve my situation right rather than just hoping for the best absolutely yeah. I think that that could be a future podcast discussion and the three gunas when we're talking about balance because it's not about always being totally chilled and never having anything happen it's yeah. also not about staying in that fast crazy energy and never slowing down but rather finding balance in the middle all right Candice, yeah, we'll speak again about this and other great topics and i look forward topics. to it. and so 
the links for Candice will be in our um, info box and uh, my links will be there as well. But if you wanted to say them, Candice, it'll be great. For my Instagram, it is yoga underscore health underscore Candice. On Facebook, yoga and health with Candice. And my website, yogahealthcandice.com. It's got everything else listed there. So that's yoga, health and Candice. Those are the keywords? Yes. And it's Candice with an A and not an I. Correct. Yes. Right. And I'm Johan and I'm found at johankotze.com or Johan Yoga and Music. Uh, music being the other uh, practice that I'm passionate about. All right. So we'll speak again soon. Thank, Thank you, you, Candice. Thank you so much.